Hello and welcome to When Will It End, a podcast where two absolute morons watch movies and there's series of movies and we did a Come bonus. on, man. Let's... We did a bonus movie and it was really bad and I don't know what to say. Don't worry about it. Let's start fresh. To, let's start start fresh. fresh. All right. Okay. Kick it off. How about, okay, okay. You want me to do it? No, you should always do it. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. One, okay. Uh, Mariska Hargitay. Mariska Hargitay. Don't reference anything to this movie. Okay. It's offensive. Hello and welcome to When Will It End, a movie podcast where two friends watch a series of movies. We go through each one in the series and say, is it making it a better world? Is it making it a worse world? What's it adding? What's it taking away? Are new creative voices expanding it or contracting it? And today we watched a movie that's not part of a series, but we hate ourselves. And we watched it for you, the listener. Monster. Well, I mean, I'm going to disagree with you. Which part? (laughs) Uh, I'm glad you asked because only one part. Okay. Everything up until most of it was great. I liked all of it. Until you said that the love guru was not a part of a series. And I do think, well, that's the thing is maybe it's not a part of a series, but I think in we're exploring worlds. I think it's really fun that we started off with two Mike Myers worlds because now we can see, I believe, perhaps he was trying to build a bridge mm. from Powers to sure. Shrek. Right. Because there's so much of both in these movies. It's all the worst parts of everything. But like I see Shrek every 10 minutes and I see Powers every 10 minutes. So I I do think that this is a worth while watching the movie was not worthwhile for the sake of the podcast, which I did get a bumper sticker. It just says for the sake of the podcast. I would Uh, say we rarely do valuable things as people or on this podcast or with mm -hmm. each other. Watching the love gurus that others don't have to might actually be the best thing I've done for anyone. But here's the thing is who would no, have seen no it? one would watch it. No one a no one saw it. Yeah. Cuz it's a fucking hate crime of a movie. <laughs> it is. And B who would stumble over this? I want me if you listening have that one friend who's like this is their go-to movie for like a sleepover or a party or whatever like I want to meet that person would- because I was reading reviews of this on Rotten Tomatoes. One reporter was like, well, I kind of liked it. Everybody else hated it. (laughs) Was he a Nazi? He was British. He was writing from The Guardian. Mm -hmm. He was like, I I was having kind of of having fun. (laughs) Wow. And all the homophobic. This this movie is all the racist jokes. All the all the jokes. It's so bad. The the movie leans really hard in a few things. One, (laughs) hating women or fearing women, which is like, you know, whatever. Okay. A a perennial, you know, juvenile male issue in movies. The, the casual homophobia in this was like, even for a Mike Myers movie, I was like, this is, I'm not even sure I call it casual. No, it's, 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 I mean, I guess it casualizes homophobia, but it's quite, aggressive to, to give you a sample of this movie and this is a movie that has people laugh at this joke in the movie yeah darren roanoke star whatever for the superstar. toronto maple leafs he's a superstar yeah there's he's, that's his position he plays at the hockey the superstar he's wearing a who short is that guy he plays at the hockey who is that guy it's my italian alter ego <laughs> what's his name pepe de giorno Oh, I it's like, a me, a Pepe de Giorno. It's a me. I like um, that. So Darren Roanoke is talking to Guru Pitka, the yeah. characters that Mike Myers spent years developing for this he, movie. He limbered up. He did. He looks a little thicker. Daddy thick in this movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's a bridge. Okay. So he's wearing a shark skin suit. And, and, uh, and Pitka's like, make some joke about his outfit. 
And and Derek's like, what do you mean? The shark skin suit. And Pitka goes, yeah, more like gay skin suit. And then people in the movie laugh at that joke. Did they? I was too busy shutting my eyes. Derek's entourage, Mike Myers wrote laughter at that joke into his own movie. Yeah, he wrote laugh. He's like, this line kills. Shark skin suit, more like gay skin suit. Wow. That's like, it's so unimaginative, cruel, idiotic. So that's been our episode for The Love Guru. This doesn't get better. It, this movie is so fucking bad. It was 88 minutes. Okay, so we're talking about the making of these movies. One, short of a tight 90, great. <laughs> we, we give it a half star for being a tight 90. But that wasn't a tight 90. We're going to get into that. The, the other movies, like, he works pretty hard to humanize all the characters. Like, we talk a lot about how Shrek 3, our favorite movie of this entire series. I would go Shrek 3, gold Shrek, member. That's yeah. where I'm at right now. Thirds. Both thirds. Both thirds. He really settles into a groove. Maybe Love Crew 3 is really where this is going to get going. By the end of, like, I would say both the Shrek films and the, and the Austin Powers films, we know a lot about Dr. Evil, about Donkey, about, you yeah. know, these characters have had experiences, they've had relationships, they've had children, <laughs> they've become fathers, they've become partners. The Love Guru is so empty. Mm. It's such a sucking vacuum of a film that we know nothing about anybody, and the things we do know are just the thinnest pretenses for more homophobic yeah. gags. And, like, it's there's nothing in it. It's just, like, staring into nothingness. Yeah, you're staring me right in the face, too. I, this was really concerned. hard really hard to get through. Well, just remember, uh, what was his name? Guru Pitka? It's Pitka. Pitka, yeah. I mean, you had all sorts of things you could be doing right now. Blow me? Blow me, <laughs> yeah. You could blow me. I could blow him. What did that stand for? Believe. Be. Be. Who cares? Who cares? There's a running bit where he has dumb acronyms that are part of his shitty guru teachings. It's not funny. None no. of it sticks. No, it didn't stick. There's a lot of drama jokes in it, but there, I don't even know what the joke was. Like, it's just, it, they just the word drama. Is that funny? I don't think so. There was that joke about that TV show where the, he said, now, he must have thought this was genius because he says, nowhere is... Now, now here. here. And then he spends like six Oh, he does an, six an electric company joke? What's that? I believe, and uh, this is not a, I'm being a millennial bit, but I believe that was like a television show from the 70s? I think so. Like, I don't, why, okay. This, okay, we talked about this watching the movie. Of all of Mike Myers' films, this is the one where there's just some stuff he's obsessed with, I guess. Yeah. And he just wanted it all to be in a movie. Right, so electric company. Um, Indian culture, like a a weird. But he's obviously of like not a, obsessed with Indian culture because he doesn't know anything about it. The the Toronto Maple Leafs. He does love that. So he does think, love hockey. You're saying he made this movie as a tribute to the Leafs. He he loves the Leafs. If you I remember in in the Austin Powers films, in the scrolling ticker of the Chiron and one of the news programs, like Maple Leafs win the Stanley Cup. Right. For the record, you did say what's the best joke in the movie? Maybe. Wow. Wait, do they not often win? No, they're, they're bad. They don't win it ever. Oh. Maybe, what's he call the trophy? Stanley's Cup. That's okay. The best joke that in the movie. That is the best joke in the movie. I think that was I'm, the best joke in the movie. I think Jim Gaffigan actually, the, the Gaffigan that was in that. That was part of that. Was it really? Yeah, that he doesn't. No, 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 no that separate, is that yeah. is my that the, is the, yeah. And this is honestly such a cheat. I don't even think I want to give it that much credit because, like, remember Jason Bateman in Dodgeball? Whenever you do like the casting, the the sports announcers guys, it's yeah. a slam dunk. So role. was that what's his name? Who's who's it was Jim Gaffigan and and Stephen Colbert? Oh my god! So this movie was made in two thousand eight. 
And it was. There's so many people. And let me, let me pull this. I believe it's 2008. This seems like a 90s movie. Jesus it, Christ! It is the t- okay one. Not, not a Jay Roach film. Which no. talk about creative things changing the flow of the universe. Yeah. We lost that Roachy touch. Yeah, it was not a Roach joint. Not a Roach joint. This this feels like we've learned very much that. In the same way that the love guru recommends regression as a form of that's the R correct in drama. Yes. I don't think people, we know, from my experiences in therapy, they don't want you to regress. No, I mean, not. well, maybe Sometimes, as a, maybe okay, as a way to like, yeah. I mean, I think I've heard in like pop psych, I, I read a lot of pop psych journals. I watch a lot of pop psych television shows. He's always sending me Ma- Malcolm Gladwell links. Yeah, exactly. We've done 10,000 hours of podcasting together. I we, think, know. So we know. We've killed our swans. Yeah. Oh my God, this was such a bomb. <laughs> Holy you shit. You should have seen Josh's face. I just found the box office. Yeah, what we got? I love your numbers. What's the numbers? Okay, guess. Okay, actually, actual What's question. The budget? What do you think the budget was on this? Well, considering we got, we did not get, Oprah was not in it. Couldn't get Oprah, couldn't get Celine couldn't Dion. Couldn't get Celine Dion. Both are shot around or grafted into the movie. But we did get Justin Timberlake. We got Jessica Alba. We got the actual Deepak Chopra, I think. That's the actual Deepak yeah. Chopra. Um, the great Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Really at a high point of his career. What was the name of the person that they made the slogan to sound like her name, but then put her in Mariska the movie? Mariska Hargitay from Law and Order SVU. I didn't get SVU. that joke. I, there's so many jokes I just they didn't understand. They do that joke so much. Mariska Hargitay? It just like, sounds like vaguely like... It doesn't. Uh, Every... God damn it. Okay. So, so anyway, the budget, I would guess, was $45 million. Okay, this had a $63 million budget, the same as Goldmember. Okay, that's cool. Great. So, Gold Member, you may remember, was the highest grossing film we made to date. It was like $213 million. Wow. What so, a again, same budget, same creative force. Can I guess? Yes. $8 million domestic. N- that, that would be. That that would be That's so Titanic. Sick. It deserves nothing. This movie deserves negative sixty million dollars. It made forty one less than forty one million dollars. That's insane, though, that people spent that much money going to see it. At inflation, well, again, like okay, with Austin Powers, so I can understand it as a millennial. Let me. I don't know what the inflation. Add inflation. I'm not gonna add inflation. Add inflation. No, you're the numbers, Josh. What the fuck? I love gold. Yeah. All right. Okay. Here's what I'm saying. The ball swinging for Mike Myers. We're like. <laughs> the lift, this, wait, the scene where he. Oh God! Okay, hold on. hold on. Hold on. Just actually hold on to that. All right. This is the beginning of a new character. This is the, right. the audacity right. with which he is being so crude, unimaginative, and shitty in this movie for the beginning of something is wild. Shrek and Austin Powers, they were the first in both of those series. They're fine movies, right? And he's fine. He's, he's not fine. great, but he's fine. And also, Austin Powers is vaguely likable as a choice. I mean, sort of. He's also vaguely unlikable. I think that's why it works because he like learns the ways that he's unlikable, but he's also sort of charming in right. a dumb way. Pitka fucking Pitka sucks. Sucks, and he's just like at the end, he like he's the winner. He's the guy. And like he doesn't learn anything. He just like he she, like this is Myers. I think what was I was no, saying no, about he chill- learns to be himself. Oh, which is the shithead that the he's shit always is. been. And, you know, we talked the stakes in this movie that a really wealthy, successful guy decides it's fine being just the level of wealthy and successful that he yeah. is. Yeah, that's what happens. That's at the, the end. that's the moral of the story. It fucking sucks. Yeah. Uh, so I was talking about regression. I think what this does show is that Mike Myers does think because there's a lot of scenes where he's like making diarrhea sounds into a mug. 
Um, another okay, another joke where he writes someone else laughing at his joke yes. into the movie. That that didn't happen in the no. other ones. And that so all these jokes are really dumb. So what I've learned is that Mike Myers is an idiot, and what he thinks is funny is balls, is shit, is piss, and it's like all the stuff that Shrek loves, Mike Myers loves. But the reason why it works in Shrek is because it's not funny in Shrek. It's just a, that's his life. Well, also he's a fucking ogre. But he's a, yeah, exactly. He's a motherfucking monster. So what we've learned is that Mike Myers had to channel all the, what he thinks is funny. It must have been really hard for him to actually turn into a lifestyle that's not funny. It's not humorous. There's a man, ogre, a green man, bathing in shit, drinking piss, smashing balls, but not because he thinks it's funny. That's just who he is. That's who he is. And I think that's why the love guru fails is because it's still Mike Myers as a baby, where Shrek is the baby man grown. Wow, this yeah. is good stuff. This is hot This takes. is really good. Yeah, so I, that's why I really am glad we watched The Love Guru. It, it is I'll sort of like, it, I'm, 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 I'm sad that we watched The Love <laughs> Me Guru. Me too. But I hear what you're saying. It's sort of a Rosetta Stone for like, when you strip it all away, he is a six-year-old. And, it, yes. and, and it's crazy that the guy who was Wayne in Wayne's World 20-something years before this movie came out. Hmm. Not 20. I did the math really wrong. Who gives I did shit? the math really poorly. Who fucking cares? I fucked that up. I don't care. I did a bad job. Don't worry about it, man. Please, everyone, ignore it. You know who else part. did a bad Please job? Please ignore it. Mike, Mike Myers. Myers. Making Love Guru. I literally think I am not, I do not think we should have the death penalty. But. But I do think he should be killed. Well, something, he should be killed. <laughs> he should yes, be he should be killed. be killed. This was so bad. I it's, mean, I guess I went, what I was trying to say was like with some kind of mixer or chaser, that like youthful energy is really yeah. charming and wonderful. When it's just him given unfettered ability to do what he actually likes, it is really awful. I'm I'm not going to say something. I just want to be clear that I'm not trying to like get people off the hook for shitty things that they do. But like the example of like a James Gunn getting fired from making the next Guardians of the Galaxy because he said some tweets while he was working for whatever. You have Mike Myers endorsing the love guru being the entire part of it the writing team he created the entire thing and it's full of shit that is awful is offensive is crazy it's like 10 times worse than anything that james gunn tweeted and it's in this movie that he's a part of and it's like how is this dude still like not apologizing for this like how is this i guess no one saw it no one cares it's insane like how is this guy still acting it's it's repellent, and, and with that, it I want to turn to my, what I was looking forward to. What is the worst moment in the Love Guru? Because <laughs> it's it's genuinely very hard to figure out what the worst part is. Um, okay, this is actually a good I, segment. I, I, I think a, this, let's pick some. Okay, I have a choice. Um, by the way, just just to get this out of the way, this is not a when will it end question. This was it should be killed. <laughs> it should never, it never have happened. No, it's it's. I want to abor- forget this it. This is an happened. abortion. This was truly. Awful. We are spared something by never stepping another foot into this awful world of the love guru. Also, Jessica Alba deserves a purple heart. Not, well, it's I guess so. First getting through this. I guess so, but she also was a part of it. She like, had to she kiss trust him. The, she had to kiss, had to kiss him. That kiss is so funny. That is the <laughs> yeah, least. Yeah, closed mouth. But like not even movie, light. Yeah. It was like a fucking face smash. Oh, God. They, it's, she, it's, it's in the last 30 seconds. I mean, of the she movie. also just, she chose to be paid to put on you know, Indian garments and pretend to dance oh, in a God. funny way that makes fun of like, that doesn't really 
interact with culture very well. What, what I posed yeah, to you was like anyway. maybe people oh, were like hot. people who like loved other Meyer stuff would be like maybe it'll come together in the edit. And mm-hmm. the edit, we have to save like half an hour to talk about the edit of this movie. Yeah. But quickly, here's my pitch for the worst moment in the movie. I got a lot, so I'm going to have to think about it. The whole movie is, again... It's like it's like crawling through a, a a mass grave. Nothing is that much better or worse than the thing before it. Um, the scene where him and Jessica Alba eventually go on their date, where wow. Rajneesh, his manservant slash best friend slash emotionally kind of his partner in a lot of ways, they have the best chemistry in the whole they, movie. They do have the honest. The, I don't think so. I think he has the best chemistry. Rajneesh? Yeah. Rajneesh is just game. He's I don't know just, who played Rajneesh, but he did a great he's job. He's awesome. Yeah, he did not get... I actually him. am not... I don't know if I should even look him up because then I think I'd be mad at him. I want to find out who, did, who was Rajneesh. But anyway, I think he was... He only had the best chemistry with the love guru because he was the only person that made... Like, I, I, liked, I liked him and he seemed very out of place. What, Rajneesh? Yeah, like he seemed like the only person that was, I don't know, someone that I could understand. Everyone else seemed to be really a part of this world, and he seemed to just be like very separate for some reason. Manu Narayan. Well done, Manu. Manu. Well done, you Manu. Des- you deserve the purple okay. heart. When when Manu, as Rajneesh, is cooking the ball thing for them as their meal, yeah. and they go into the Mike Myers, they make a dough and nut-based ball sack pastry <laughs> and then he just like destroys it with hot oil and a hammer and mike myers is reacting to what's happening to the ball sack pastry as if they're his balls and it's served if you can believe it with a pickle and so it, it is it is from it just, is like just, really appalling i want to let every listener like that sounds amazing it from, sounds from josh, funny from josh's description it is funny i'm laughing hearing me explain i'm dying the idea. i think that's great in the movie it is like i don't know i wasn't in auschwitz but i feel like wow. the same sort of like wow. looking onwards into something that's just not gonna end without something horrible happening like you're just like walk you're in line trudging towards the gas chambers that is the tone of this movie and that is so that was the ultimate for you really i think when, I, when that was the moment in the movie where i was like this there is no coming back from any of this from when it got to that point where it was just like just that i i, I really felt like it was like the the, the nail in whatever whatever dignity i had left mm-hmm. that was the nail in the coffin i was like this is really just exhausting I, yeah i think for me can i use a collection of scenes sure my least, i think for me while there was a lot of rampant misogyny, homophobia, um, fat shaming, all sorts of awful shit. A return to small people jokes. That is. But no, wait, that's yeah. what I'm getting. Okay. To. I think that was like, it was a layer. It wasn't, it was just like perhaps like a snowfall a patina. that doesn't stick. Maybe a patina. I'll think about it. Sounds like a patina, but go Could ahead. Could be a patina. Sure. Sure, let's call it a patina. It's a patina. We're a pat- calling it a patina. A patina is like it's a patina. A patina is like the layer over a table. Yeah. For me, the table of this movie is the way that I don't know the actor's name. Vern Troyer. Vern Troyer. How do you not absorb this? this is our do not absorb. third Vern Troyer movie. I do not observe. I do not absorb or observe. Yeah, it seems evident. I'm, I'm an empty shell. Wow. Yes. Mm. Without eyes. Wow. Or heart. Okay. <laughs> sure, man. It's weird life, man. I, it seems like it. I float around a lot. <sighs> yeah. End yeah. up on corners. I get it. Why is that? You always end up on a corner. What? I'm sorry, what? A husk. A husk? Yeah. 
Husks end up on corners. I think so. You think so? I see them on corners a lot. Like when they blow around. So, I mean, they, yes, they end like up a in... corn husk or just things that are husked eh, out? Husked. Okay. It's a fun word. Well, I think corners are natural collecting points. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe because the way the wind blows. I don't know. Sure. I'm, I'm no meteorologist. Hey, you know what? Let's put a pin in the husk corner thing. Yeah. I think it's good. I'll look into it. I think, yeah, please do your own research. We could do a bonus episode and get into that. Just about that. Strictly about the the, the husk corner correlation. Wow. Yes. Thank you for really mm-hmm. indulging in my, like, really No, it's tune. great. I think, you know, in, in a life after the love guru, this is the kind of thing I want to hold on to. Great. Right. Because we don't have to talk about I'm not thinking of the love guru right now. And it's <laughs> guru. My body uh, is shutting down. Yeah. <laughs> My fucking cerebral cortex is just like. Um, I think Vern, like, it's sucked. Like, everything about that, the way they treated that man. I, I mean, he seemed to be having fun from that one little. Maybe not. Even that joke was like. Well, okay, he got to talk in this. Yeah. <laughs> He's not wearing that nose, which. <laughs> Thank God, because in, in many me with the nose, he looks insane. With Austin Powers nose, yeah. yeah. What, what you're alluding to in the in the the one post credits moment or, or mid credits moment is they show an outtake yeah. from another classic classic scene from the Love Guru, and uh, they're like, "Hey, can you fix the shot? All I can see is asses." And Ferrero goes, "Now you know what it's like." So even that, like, he's not even really having fun. He's just like, "This is my world," and you're just shitting all over it. But anyway. He is treated so abominably throughout the entire film. Um, back to being uh, Spy Shagney level, just prop to throw around, burn, kick, piss on. Defibrillate. All... Yeah. So that sucked. I, every time he was on scene, like these little office. Well, and then they do. This fucking office scene. They do. Myers does the, you know, the mole bit from Goldman. Right. But he just literally screams. Just does it again. You are a midget. And that literally not, screams that it, that joke in and of itself is so fucking appalling because the joke is funny just to, 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 like, I mean, it's just, I got even words for how just fucking crappy this is. It sucks. I hate it. I hate it at, it it's not funny. No, it's cruel. It, it's, it's the, it's, it's like, literally like, punching down. Yeah. In this case, it sucks. That's the punch onto the scenes that he just goes, you're a midget. Yeah, that's it's, the joke. It's not. It's it that he's that the love guru is what is so like hates him for who he is. Well, let's talk about fucking Pitka, the main character. Yeah, let's talk okay, about him. One, yeah, we talked about this while Pitka. watching. It. He's obs- he is just Mike Myers. Yeah, he's obsessed with, with the Toronto Maple Leafs, like Mike Myers, but is American <laughs> for some reason. They make a point of it. I don't know why. It makes no sense. Maybe. Whoa. His, maybe this is all. Ooh. He did change that one thing. Maybe this is all just about America. Okay. We're Americans. Yes, we. Okay. So here's all I know about Pitka. We go in a flashback scene to another choice so fucking out of control, awful, that it's like, again, you're just watching Which one are you talking about? The piss mops? The piss mops is excruciating. But no. We see Pitka as a child. And the, the creative casting choice they've made is to digitally impose Mike Myers' head onto the body of a child. In 2008. It is distracting. It is upsetting. It isn't funny. It's just strange. So what do you think? He's, he's so self-absorbed. He's like, no one could ever understand acting like me. We couldn't the kid, find... The we could kid not... they got for Goldmember was fine. Yeah, he was great. 
Just get that guy again. <laughs> he maybe grew up and maybe realized what a fucking piece of shit Mike Myers was like. I want nothing to do with you. I just am so fascinated with Mike Myers as a person because like... Th- we this, should get him on the show. This really feels like the, the deepest we see into who he really is. I think so. Because he's not like... In Austin Powers, that's a genre spoof. Right. Okay? In Shrek, he's a fucking ogre. And also, Shrek is, A, not his original content, and B, was not he was not supposed to be Shrek. Right. He, he was they a They pulled him in later. So we have Austin... something happened to Chris Farley. Austin Powers was something that he wanted to do, but he had the hopefully creative genius of... I think Jay Roach is the unsung hero here because Austin Powers is something that was brainchilded by Mike Myers. And you still see like the sexual bullshit, the homophobic bullshit, all this shit that Mike Myers thinks is hilarious. But Jay Roach was like, we probably... I just imagine... You're giving like, Jay a lot of credit. I'm we just, don't know. I'm we just imagining know. Jay being like, we can't do that, dude. And he's like, all right. He's like, if I'm going to put my name, Jay Roach, on this movie, this is it's got to be a Jay Roach joint. Yeah. yeah. And we're not fucking doing that shit, Mike. Th- so, this is unfettered. unfettered. He's just doing whatever he wants. Do you think he just like, made up, like got a dummy to be the director? Like, who is this director? Uh, that's a great question. I'm going to look that up on my yeah, phone Yeah, who is right this now. guy? Because who's letting this happen? Who's the producer? He claims there was another man writing oh, this with oh, him. Oh, okay. Let me explain. One, it's produced and written by and starring uh, the great Mike Myers. But no, it's the great Marco Schnabel. What did he do? Marco so Schnabel. So glad we did our research before. Schnabel. You know what? To be honest. This no, movie, fuck this. This we, movie didn't require any research. Th- this is, okay, this is not maybe only, it does. Maybe it requires so much research to like really get to the heart of it. Okay. His, his, his known for movies are The Love Guru. Yeah. And the same year, The Librarian. Ooh, what's that? Curse of the Judas Chalice, starring Noah Wiley. Hmm. A librarian and a beautiful singer must prevent vampires from taking over the world. It has a higher rating on IMDb than The Love Guru. <laughs> yeah. The Love Guru has a 3.8 on IMDb. Why? The IMDb is populated <laughs> by the alt-right uh, and, like, I don't know, I think just them. So for this to really suck that bad. Okay, let's look at the Marco Schnabel's IMDb. I guess that's true. That is, it isn't surprising. They got a 3.8. It should be much. Okay, lower. he was a producer on all three, all three uh, Austin Powers movies. Okay. Okay, interesting. So you're talking about a prop to direct a movie? Yeah. Is he a? This par- is his part- one direction movie. I was wrong. He produced the Librarian. Yeah. This yeah. is it. He's not so, even a person. So I'm sure Mike Myers just was sick of Jay. Jay was always telling him not to do that shit, and then he found Marco over in the corner producing or whatever producers do. He's well, like, hey, you want to direct, baby? And then Marco's like, your accent changed like three times in just words. Yeah. Um, we were talking early in the movie. There's a lot of shots of, of it, the, the framing is just Pitka talking towards the camera. Mm-hmm. And this definitely explains a lot if they had barely a real director on the movie. Right. He was like probably had the like a, a handheld where the thing was turned around so he could just like <laughs> see what the fuck was going like on. Like there's a monitor right yeah. there. <laughs> there's no one else. in. There's probably no one else on set. Okay. The, this movie is, like we said, an hour, 28 minutes. There are very obvious editing choices in this movie that render an already insubstantial, incomprehensible, shitty, awful jerk-off of a script into the realm of complete absurdity, where th- there's very clearly chunks of the movie that have been torn out of it. Like, okay, so the core of the movie is Pitka, this unlikable, morphous monster man who runs around making terrible jokes laughing his own bullshit and hanging out Jessica Simpson or whatever and he has to in his quest to become the new Deepak Chopra and go on Oprah and 
Oh, God. He has to get a hockey player back together with his wife. Right. And I will say to this movie's credit, for a movie where it being Mike Myers, when I saw there were black characters, I was like, oh, no. I am very worried about everybody right now. There's yeah. no way he's like going to do a good job with and this. It's surprisingly not that racist, which not that racist. in the sense that he cuts the black characters down to barely having speaking roles in the film. It's a, I think about a draw there. It, it doesn't yeah. go as bad as it, it could. includes a couple of scenes that aren't great. There, there's a scene where he goes to the house of Justin Timberlake's French Canadian. This movie fucking <laughs> sucks. Okay, Darren Roanoke, the star player, his wife, Prudence, has left him for his rival, who's a big-dick French-Canadian man <laughs> named Jacques Lecoq. It sucks. Mike Myers shows up at the the mansion to give a letter to Prudence, mm-hmm. and she seems to allude to a conversation or some sort of introduction that's right. not in the movie. Which is like, Pitka, what are you doing here? Yeah. But for us, that's the first time they've ever met. So his assumption, I think, is either there was a scene that was cut out or Mike everyone Myers knows, just assumes that uh, everyone knows. It would be like if Deepak Chopra showed up at my house and be like, Deepak, what are you doing here? That's so gen- that's that's amazing. Yeah. I pray that that if that's actually a choice, whatever. From- but here's the, but like from this from the beginning that that's how he treats all characters. Like we meet Pitka the same way. It's like Pitka, what the fuck are you doing here? We don't know who he is. He just appears on screen and there he is. We don't learn about him. All we learn about him is through a piss mop scene and <laughs> a weird boy with Mike Myers's head on it. He has gold member's nose. Yeah. His accent changes and legs. repeatedly. He's got Shrek's Shrek's voice. It a goes lot. from Shrek to generic Indian voice to, to Mike just Mike Myers. Myers just talking. Yeah. It sucks. The continuity is just it's non existent. It's so bad. I wanna do I don't want to do, but I feel like a good double feature would be this and the one that Dana Carvey was in. Oh uh the costume artist. The master, master of disguise. Yeah. Uh, turtle, turtle, turtle. What was that the line? Everyone loved it so much. I don't I'm know. A turtle, turtle, turtle. I just feel like that would be a good one to punch. Because that was Mike Myers was also in Wayne's World, right? No, that was Dana Carvey. Sorry, Mike Myers and Dana Carvey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right. I got it right. No, just, their, their careers by the by the mid aughts had both gotten really weird. Yeah, and I feel like that would be a great just deconstruct like destruction deconstruction. It's so like funny that? to think about Myers going back. It's good. It's like good that? stuff. It's very like good. Because what Shrek, the Shrek Forever After is two years after this. So he really, you know. How? It's 2010. Yeah. So wow. this was in the middle of Shrek mania. <laughs> there was a Shrek mania. There was a Shrek mania. There was a These Shrek movies mania? made so much fucking money. I guess there was a mania. I, I missed the whole mania. I can't believe this movie. Yeah. How did this float on by? I just like, I, I really like it. it None of it works. So, but, uh, None of it works. Can we play? Let's let's play the opposite game then. Okay. What's what's your favorite part? The favorite part. Favorite part. Um, I'll, I'll say Jim Gaffigan legitimately. Uh, if yeah. because he never has to interact with anybody else in the film. <laughs> yes. Except for Stephen Colbert. And he did it okay. Their bit is fine. It's great. You know, he he plays a straight man to Colbert, and it's it's funny. It's funny. It's like fine. It's yeah. like a bit. It was pretty good. They're I doing think, a bit. Uh, my favorite parts was probably the animations. Where the Toronto Maple Leafs oh, yeah. got killed by the, okay, so the, the they're, Kings they're, or whatever. They're playing the Stanley like. Cup, and obviously Americans love two things. It's gurus and hockey. This is what American audiences want. Um, 
in like the you know the the kings are playing the maple leaves the little graphics of the of the series as it goes they have these very elaborate like weirdly elaborate worse animations worse. Yeah. of the like anthropomorphic logos like killing each other yeah like very much like a celebrity deathmatch style sort of animation it was it was fun it's a it's a level of detail and and coherent thought yeah. that is very weird in a movie that is so scattershot and horrible yeah i feel like somebody must have just like snuck into the set and done that for them because it doesn't feel like the same movie. That was good. Yeah. I like that. I think there was one time where I actually said, oh, that was funny. But I think that only happened once and I don't remember what it was. Well, it's funny because like we talked about in the Austin Powers movies that a lot of the the, the humor and the edits and the cuts are what make it work because it's a genre movie. It's funny when we hard cut some dumb bullshit happening. Mm. That's the joke of the whole, the tone of the whole series is that it's silly. There is actually a story in this. There is, like, technically speaking, a plot there, to it. And he yeah. has no idea how to tell a story at all. No, he's a all. fucking idiot. And that's why, like, we said that about the first one, was that Austin Powers 1 is not a movie. Right. It's, it's a series of bits, and it's fine. It's, it's fine. It's you, fine. Like, when he cuts back to the movie, you're like, what the fuck are we doing here? But, right. like, that's not what the point was. The point was to watch Austin Powers in a series of sketches, because that's the way his mind works. He's a sketch guy. He's a sketch guy. And he, he's, he's got to ask that question. Do I make you horny, baby? Yeah, that's his main question. Do I make you randy? He never says that. He does say it one time at he least. He does, you're right, yeah. randy. He's on the bed, in the rotating bed. Yeah. yeah. Do I make you oh, randy? God, I hate that scene. Oh, behave. Oh, behave. Watching this, I was like, Mike? Honestly, fucking like try to behave? You behave. Like behave a little? We should... We should go talk to Mike Myers. We should, we should get... The internet is a powerful tool. It sure is. We should fucking get this guy... To learn, should get. I don't know. How do you do that? I want to know what he had to say about the Love Guru. That's okay. We should probably have done a little bit, or if we wanted to. Oh, he includes a reference to Wayne's World. In this they cut to the yeah. like Queen a little bit. Mm-hmm. Queen. So yeah, this is basically this is a great bonus episode for this series because this is this is Mike Myers. This is what he wants. This is the hell that he wants. Technically speaking, uh, Kanye West is second build on the IMDb listing because of the star meter. Yeah. Kanye West, it, how would you estimate how long is his appearance in the movie? It's four, actually long for what it is. It's, it's like, like five, four, five, five seconds. seconds. And he says, insane. I love hockey, I think. <laughs> now, let me say this. Uh, I love hockey. <laughs> so that was my big disappointment was I was really excited for the legs to be a much bigger part of this movie in the same way the gold members legs was a big part of his persona. But we really only got it in that one scene. The legs. The legs, again, but like it's, it's a bit we just saw in his right. last movie I playing know. a human. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, here's another Mike Myers thing. Talking about the, the unfettered id of Mike Myers. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's you popping. Um, there are three <laughs> songs in this. Yeah. Three. It's a lot. I didn't pop. I know. That's good. I'm good at miking. You're great. Um, thank you. I'll clean it up later. Though. Okay. In the edit. Yeah. Can you edit this like the love gurus so that all of a sudden we're just like talking about like oh, 7-Eleven sure. or some yeah. fucking bullshit? Yeah. There are three music breaks in this. And again, this is like the essence. We, t- we were, This is the real theme of this movie. The man just standing on a stage by himself. He gives himself three musical numbers. Yeah, and the second one before they eat the ball, the ball smashing mm. bit. I can't believe that's your like that was the moment. 
that's where I felt the spiritual defeat inside, where I felt like, oh, I've lost this. Oh, one. I have to go get my electric blanket. Well, yeah, sorry I was in a fucking car accident and trying to heal my broken back. I did not break my back. Just, <laughs> it hurts. It's it, hurts. It's it hurts. It hurts. It's a form of breaking. It hurts. Uh, I'm going to a chiropractor. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Anyway, that's nice. It's great. The crunch. It's good. I've never done crunch. it. Crunch. I feel like I don't really need it, but it sounds like everybody everyone, needs it. Everyone needs it. We have so much to learn from Eastern medicine. Yeah, I learned a lot from the from love, love guru. guru. Yeah. I would say the respect shown towards, uh, I'm not even sure what to call it, the spiritual traditions of India. It was really a lavish attention was really paid to that. Mm. No, there's well, you th- say three musical numbers. Three musical numbers. Yeah. Um, would you rank them for me? They, that it closes with The Joker by Steve Miller, which really mm-hmm. um, is both a, a, an awful song, a boring choice, and a media, in every way it's mediocrity. In, in the, it's so awful. Yeah, there was um, the first one where... Right, we're working 9 to 5. Yeah. Working 9 to 5. What was that? Is that a cover too? They're all covers. And they, do you think they wrote original music for the Love Guru? I couldn't tell. They, they didn't really work. Uh, what was the second one? Was that the one... I don't remember. I don't know. That's before the date. It sucks. <laughs> he's like, he's like I like 70s FM radio. Just record me doing some covers of shit I heard when I was in high school. I think the first one was really bad because... In the opening credits, it was the first one. And he tries. Okay, he tries to do an Austin Powers opening credits thing, mm-hmm. but we don't fucking know this guy, right? And we didn't really know Austin either. But but he's, the he's whole a spy. point was that he's a spy. We, he's a spy. That's all you need to know. Deepak Chopra. We everyone knows who Deepak Chopra is, but he's not wearing he's not robes. A joke, and, right? He's like a like. Why are you joking about this? It's weird. But uh, I think I hated that one the most because like it does start off with like Bond girls everywhere. I'm like, why is this? This spiritual dude surrounded by sexy ladies. Well, and also from a sympathetic standpoint, he's just, life just seems like right. he's just living it up. And then it's like, oh, wait, just Mike Myers likes tits. The man Mike Myers likes tits. And yet is terrified of women. I think we've learned from most of these movies. Like, he is. really is scared of women. Because now if you, like, we look back, we talked a lot about Shrek and like how good it was. But I do remember like one of our big complaints was like the way it treated Fiona. She gets some agency, but... Basically, Shrek is just terrified of her. Yeah. He does not know how to talk to her. Like having a real relationship with a woman. And then this movie, Derek Roanoke's mom, is basically blamed for like yeah. ruining him. But like She's, she just beats him kind of. It's just it's just It's really fucked up. It's lazy and weird and like it's it not it's not funny. Yeah. And then apparently his dick's been in a cage his entire life. And rather than like talk openly about that with Jessica Alba's character, he just like also, she's mm. mad that he rejects her. Yeah. When he basically very mildly says, I can't do this, or expresses consent in some degree. And she's like, fuck you. And right. storms out. And then she's like, you didn't reject me? And we're like, Jessica Alba yeah. was Dude. shattered Mike. that Mike Myers <laughs> rejected her. And that's Mike Myers' brain thinking that like that's how she's going to react to him. He's like, I'm a six-year-old. Girls, all girls are six-year-olds. Yeah. Remember, do you think Mike Myers has had sex? Honestly, I don't know. I do not know. It's hard to imagine, certainly, despite him being sexualized in a lot of these movies. How old is he in 2008? That's a great question. Because if he still thinks this way as an adult man about sex and relationships and consent and communication and commitment, I don't believe he's had any of those things. It doesn't seem like he, he, okay. So Mike Myers, as of the recording of this podcast today, 
in 2019. Wait, this is his birthday? No. Actually, we are almost born the same day. He's a May 25th and May 23rd. All right. Okay. He, uh, he's so 50, same year? He's 55 now. And so he was, was what, 44, ago. 11 years ago. So he was, he was like 40, in his mid-40s when he made this movie. Which is so, like, think about that. I can't. Yeah. I can't think about it. It doesn't make sense. I think, like, maybe some of the, the whole Mike Myers thing that I think about is that with Adam Sandler, okay? Yeah. Adam Sandler plays, like, shitty losers who everyone hates. Yeah. And that's why it's funny. Right. His movies, even if you sort of hate them, he doesn't ever make himself to be this amazing. He's always a fucking awful schlub who's like, yeah, what up, fuckers? You want to see some titties? And it's funny because we get that he's a grown man. Right. Accepting how vile and crude he is. Mike Myers thinks he's funny and charming and casts himself right. in this movie to be funny and charming, and it sucks. And you know, listeners, we have evidence for this. We're not just fucking around. He makes cast members laugh at his bad jokes and puts it in the movie. No, truly, the, the lowest form of screenwriting is someone tells a joke and then people uproariously. In- okay, <laughs> when him and Jessica I'll go on that date, she's like, you know the date in his house where they smash balls. Yeah, this ball smashing date in his own home, of course. Um, she, he, for, she said, she's like, people just look at me and see a curse. He's like, really? Because I see a fuckable meat piece. He's a like, fucking thick as a snicker, motherfucker. Mm, I want to squeeze that apple ass. Wait, that was in the beginning. But no, yeah. no. That, that was on the plane. Oh, you're right in the plane. When Sorry. She, when yeah, he just like says something. That was like the first interaction they so had together. Unbelievably shitty. If you said one segment of that to a grown woman you deserve to be me too and kicked in the nuts and thrown out of a plane right mike myers deserves all of that he reels off like a solid 30 seconds of absolutely like it's not it's not the worst crime of all of it is it's not funny there's no Damn, setup I'm not sure that's nothing. the worst crime no no if, if you're if you're making a comedy and th- right. the point is that he's being this piece of shit and it's funny that he's such a piece of shit and he was playing down to himself. That'd be right. one thing. Yeah. In this, he just like says awful things. And she doesn't even blink. Like in the script, she just like doesn't even like. Yeah, she doesn't even respond. So, it's so he crazy. said nothing. She's not a person. Yeah. In, at all. And and it's it's just really like mm. it's deflating to watch this and, and think about him spending time on this. Yeah. It's really crazy. It makes no sense. It's not good. So I want to share with you some uh, trivia. So I'm give you trivia. I think that'd be nice. That's a light way to. Yeah. Continue. So, so, you know, sometimes there are things that distinguish a movie and make it unique. Sure. You know? Oh, yeah. This is Daniel Tosh's only movie credit. Who's that? Uh, he's a horrible TV comedian who has a terrible show. Oh, yeah. Show. The yeah. Tosh point oh or right. something? Right. This is his one movie credit. Wow. So this movie distinguishes itself in one way. That's great. That's pretty big, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is well, it's kind of a bummer. Uh, Vern <laughs> Troyer kept a lot of the small furniture from the small office set and uses it in his home before he died. Uses it? Used it. Okay. Yeah. When did so, he die? Uh, last year. He died last year. Oh, okay. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. I bet the love guru had a lot to do with it. Yeah. I'm not joking around. I think that would that would fucking ruin my day. There are eleven pieces of trivia for this. They're all bad. But here's my favorite one. <laughs> Mike Myers and Vern Troyer appeared in Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, and Austin Powers in Gold Member. It's not trivia. Did you know? What else? Did, did you notice that making the, the movie happen? <laughs> you know what? Now that you mention it, mm. I noticed that. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, oh my God! Here we go. Oh, this is actually. Yeah. Here's the Rosetta Stone. Wow, we got a winner. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Here's the, yeah, yeah. I apologize to the listeners. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Here, this is actually okay. 
this is mind blowing. In 1998, it was reported that Mike Myers would be playing four characters in Austin Powers the Spy Who Shagged Me. The fourth being Austin's love guru. What the fuck? See, the, this character we finally surfaced it. a decade later in this fucking atrocity. We knew it. We knew it. And we 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 knew that he used elements in Goldmember. Mike Myers. Gotta say, after spending what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten episodes of this podcast just on you, fuck you. Yeah, really, fuck you. Wow. Okay, here we go. The re- God damn him. The related news on IMDb are all about Bertroyer's suicide. Jesus, that's all the news on the Love Guru. That's, it. that's all the news we got. Oh my god. <sighs> This has really been a bummer. Yeah, so it was a bummer. This was, I, I, I guess, like, I, I really can't recommend not seeing this movie enough. Wait, what does that mean? Like, my recommendation to you, the listener, never yeah. see this movie. What about to me? Um, I would say we've already done this. So I guess, like, this is just it for us. Like, yeah. what else do we have? I mean, I hope the rest of our lives, but it is going to be hard. This might be the end of something, like, in, inside of us. Yeah. I hope not. I mean, the podcast is going to keep going, right? Okay. Um, uh, just... Here's the first paragraph of Love Guru Mike Myers Mantra. Lighten up. This is from June 16th, 2008 in today.com. Okay. (laughs) What are you... you As with many comedians, much of Mike Myers' humor was born in pain. Oh. His father... (laughs) His father died in 1991, and it was by working through his grief that Myers created first Austin Powers, and then his latest movie character, Pitka the Love Guru. Woo! To be enlightened is to liven up, to lighten up which ironically is the only thing my father used to say. That's ironic? The source of my pain is my dad would say, come on, let's go and have some fun, Mike. We don't want to be serious all the time. So that became the basis of the philosophy. Wow. Mm. So deep. Yeah. You know what, Mike? After hearing that, yeah, had a change of heart. Right. Oh, okay. Really respect the love guru. My- Myers dipped into a British accent when quoting his father, then smoothly segued into his guru Pitka voice, saying, Intimacy is into me, I see. The only way out is in. I'm a little concerned that he actually believes some of the things I he think, says is yeah. Pitka. Wow. Wow. So, okay, the character... Okay, the actor said he developed guru Pitka's voice and philosophy by talking to his friends in the guru's voice. Imagine <laughs> hanging out with Mike Myers and he's working on this fucking... I, how could you possibly spend time with a human this doing guy. this? So he just like was talking to some guy? Okay, and just they cop. have an example on the story. All right. Sometimes when my friends were depressed, they'd say, can you call me up using the voice? That's, that did not happen. What didn't happen? There's no, there's no way a human asked Mike Myers <laughs> to do this. And I'd go, I'm not going to do the voice. You are a beautiful spirit surrounded by a white light that loves you. They're like, thank you very much. So he does think this is real. I think he, he thinks this is like helpful to people. And that, I guess he thought he was killing it with his friends on the decade plus it took to develop this fucking voice, which he falls out of so easily. This is nuts. All right. Josh. He actually, he's really good friends with Deepak Chopra is also man. That's he has a man believe. crush on Justin Timberlake, who of course was in Shrek the third. We talked mm-hmm. about the overlap there. Mm-hmm. I know you're mad that I'm looking at my phone, but I'm doing the research. I know we should be. Do- I'm just. Saying. I'm Mike Myersing. No, you're not. He put so much. Don't thought demean this. yourself. Okay, fine. Put that away. Okay, so I guess this we we've reached the end of 
the Myers verse, a little out of order yeah, in think... the sense that Shrek the Fourth, Shrek, excuse me, Shrek Forever After was the Whatever. final. Who cares? I don't give a shit anymore. The Love Guru, guys, don't see the Love Guru. If you see Mike Myers, kick him in the nads. He loves it. He actually does. Don't do that. Here's a weird thing. He would totally get Here's off a on continuity that. goof that I want to bring up with you. Let's do okay. it. Let's hear it. In the movie, yes. As is his want to do, sure. Vern Troyer socks Mikey Mike right in the nutsack. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Now, in the movie, we know he's wearing a chastity belt. We hear the dong. Right. Why doesn't Vern Troyer react to or mention the fact that he just hit a chastity belt? <laughs> right? Right. That's weird. What If you hit someone okay, in the balls, wait, wait, not wait, knowing... Wait, okay. wait. If I punched you in the balls... Okay. Which I can do right now. You have to get up. Your arms are not that long. My balls are that long, though. Yeah. They're like I right up. They're, they're between yeah. us. They're between. They're yeah. always between us. It's a I thing. always feel that. Sure. Um, And it, it was like metal hard. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah. You'd just be impressed. Yeah, fuck okay. yeah. So you'd assume like, go, my dick was a curved metal sphere-like yeah. shape. You'd be like, that's cool. Yeah. I wouldn't even say that's cool. I'd be like, all right. Fuck yeah. Proud of my guy. I guess maybe that's cool, but mostly, fuck yeah. I'd shake my hand. I'd blow on it. Because I heard a little bit. Because your dick's hard. My dick hard is metal. <laughs> also, so yeah, in the movie, gets, whenever he gets no a goof. boner, whenever he gets yeah. a boner, he, he goes like dong. Right. Because I mean, maybe he thought this was like an M Night Shyamalan reveal. It's like I'm still wearing the chastity belt, baby. But really, it's like yeah, dude. Yeah, he just could have said that. Yeah, it's, we, I don't we know. got it after the third also, dong. Here's the thing about dongs: when you get a boner. There's no way it hurls up with enough speed to create a dong-like sound. I don't know, man. I think that's, again, we go back to Mike Myers. Let's go right. back. He's six. <laughs> I think a six. Do you think he knows how to masturbate? Six... I think he doesn't, and this movie is his, like... Is what? He, he doesn't know how to release a sexual confusion <laughs> and then makes movies about sexuality that are completely in Greek. Yeah, I think to him, like, an erection is something that, like... Just appears out of nowhere because he saw a pretty lady and just goes whammo, whammo. Oh, so in this movie, he does a horrible handshake thing. That he, and maybe, maybe he's trying to make it a thing like a puppet. He did that in Austin Powers, and too. And tickle or whatever. Yeah, he did and, like, that. That was really sucks. good. He did that in Austin Powers. Yeah. Right? He does all kinds of shit in Austin Powers that, I don't know. Maybe because like in Austin Powers... Because he's playing multiple characters, you feel like you're like, okay, you know what? At least he's going for like an Alec Guinness, Peter Sellers level. At least we have right, okay. This. And in this, it's just this one thing, right? And it never lands. And for a supporting cast that's surprisingly broad, no one carries this movie, right? I think that's what helped with the other ones too. Is you had the Michael Caines, you had. Do you have anyone else? Michael York is great in, in Austin Powers. Yeah. Rob Loesch does his time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you had a nice little... And Seth, Gre- Seth Green? The great Seth Green. Yeah. Got a, light, a nice supporting cast that you can just follow around when Mike Myers is doing his bullshit. There's, the tent is collapsed in this, and yeah. it never goes... Like, out. who is interesting in this movie? N- no one. Nobody. Ex- no one. Nobody. We, Except for... We, we know nobody. Everything that happens smash cuts to something with no sense of how much time has passed or where we are or what's happening. Yeah. It's all incomprehensible. It's not a movie. Yeah, I was about to do something that you're going to hate, so I'm not going to do it. You could do it. Come on. No, I can't do it. What, we have nothing left to lose. I was going <laughs> to... 
I was going last to... Last Jedi? You make a fucking Last Jedi joke? No, no, no. We're never talking about okay, Last made, Jedi ever again. Never, talk never about talking about it again. That was our love guru. What do you mean? This is our love guru. This is the love guru. Our podcast episode attempt from our former podcast, The Real Deal with Josh and Charles, where we attempted to do an episode about The Last Jedi. We did an episode about The Last Are you talking about the, we, un- the unaired, unaired one. one? That was our love guru. But we were adults, and we knew not never to release I, it. I deleted it. Right, right. But you, like, you should have deleted the you, love guru. No, t- yeah, you were like, maybe we can salvage something. I was like, no, I deleted that, man, because okay. I don't want to even try to bother. Maybe I was being t- – no, my idea was to do a commentary episode, but whatever. Okay. Right. No, I'm not I'm not blaming you. Okay. You know what? Water under the bridge. I'm just saying – Great even, movie. We all agree. I didn't even want there to be a temptation. Sure. Okay, but you're going to do something else that I hate. What was it? <laughs> yeah, how, uh, I was going to say this – us is a little better. Oh, my God. Oz is a little better. You had to work it in. <laughs> Piece of shit. The character's slightly more, Go more going on. Record Dude, yourself just, that's being why I didn't wrong. Do, that's why I didn't do Rec- it. I didn't want it. I didn't want it. Do Don't it. do it. Please. Leave me Please. alone. This movie is a mass grave in the sun. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't think I ever want to see Mike Myers holding a movie down again. Uh, this movie explains why he's never come close in the last decade, close to doing anything remotely on the scale. I'm I am glad we did in this order, too, because I think Shrek is way better than Austin Powers. I think Austin Powers is fine, except Goldmember has some really high points. And then The Love Guru sucks. I think if we'd done it chronologically... I know, I guess this is still, Love Guru is still at the end. But anyway... It's like, this is, I don't ever want to see Mike Myers' face, regardless of how much bullshit makeup is all over it. Hold on. He, was good, he was good in Inglorious Bastards. His one scene is good. I just don't want to see him anymore. I haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody because I refuse to. Yeah. He's in that. Josh, I, I think I got to, I think you're a Mike Myers apologist. I think we've seen the best I don't of mike to, i don't want but his worst is his true this form. is truly bad this is his true form right especially knowing this is like a passion project really makes it for me i got the chronology all wrong i thought this came out like between shrek no this came out like near the end of shrek so this is still something that he's loves this is he didn't learn anything from the shrek well, film again he's coming off of austin powers closing on the most money he's ever made with gold member shrek is like shrek the third made an ass ton of money and so this is this is like sort of his like you know carte blanche or whatever he wants, and it's yeah beyond awful. It sucks. Completely unsalvageable. He is a homophobic, misogynistic, transphobic piece of shit. Hates small people. Hates. Yeah. Seems to tamp down his racism towards black people. But I can't also- imagine from a perspective about his understanding of Indian culture. This again. It's a hate crime. Yeah. The whole movie. Yeah. It made me really like want to rewatch. Not really, but like I was thinking sort of about the way Danny Boyle sort of did that with who wants to be a millionaire. Slumdog millionaire. Yeah. Where like at least he seems to have tried to be a part of the culture, but he's still a British dude in a colonized place and like, or that they have colonized. And it's like, I was just like, curious how much like did he try to like make it like there's a whole bollywood dance scene i don't know does it work even though it's like he got a lot more in the culture and you cast you know indian actors but i'm still wondering if that also might be not great i'm not sure i'm gonna assume it's not great that's what i'm gonna assume too 
just feel like <sighs> these boys. I would say this is the worst movie we've ever seen together. Yeah. Like, I oh, hate it. Swiss Army Man. I'm going to say. Well, we didn't see it together, but no, even that's still. That's a really bad movie. But That's I would... still an, an abortion, but this was like. <laughs> what do you, but this is worse, right? Please. I just... don't know. Actually, I was like actively texting my being angry at you during the screening of Swiss Army Yeah, but Army we were Man. right next to each other. I feel like if It we'd... was better seeing this with someone. If we, if I had to watch this alone for something, <laughs> wouldn't have made I, it. I wouldn't have made it. We had some, I laughed uncontrollably for like 10 seconds just because I was so confused. Yeah. That's my when I'm confused I laugh. Sure. It's as good a reaction as any to the love guru. Some people fart when they're confused. Sorry, that was a Mike Myers joke. It's just testing. <laughs> and that's he, he, that's it. We're going to we're going to end our Mike Myers series on a on a disgusting rancid fart. Fuck this movie. They go to Cinnabon for no reason. <laughs> Why? Where's the Cinnabon joke? They're just in he Cinnabon. Grabs one. That's the, I don't know. Also, like, how much money is Cinnamon throwing around for a fucking scene in a Mike Dude, Myers? Dude, Cinnamon money. 2008? I mean, Jim Gaffigan's in the movie. You know, he he made a lot of money on that Cinnamon jokes. Did he? Yeah. His Cinnamon jokes? Can All, you do one? He's like, I don't know whether to eat it or to sit in it. Because it looks like a couch? It's so big and freaking couch looking. Oh, okay. <laughs> so freaking big. Yeah, thanks, Jim. Uh, Jim is great in this. I don't know. My major takeaways are uh, Jim Gaffigan, great. Jessica Alba, Patience of a Saint. Vern Troy, rest in peace, buddy. You know. Mike Myers, one fuck day you, man. you'll like, be dead. Fuck you. One day you'll be dead. That's the only thing I can get out of this. One day you'll be dead. I mean, fuck he. Uh, I'm not going to go that far. The man's brought us a lot of joy along the way. Has he? We haven't even done Wayne's World for this because it doesn't count. Too, too We're much. not going to. I've never seen you stand up for yourself as much as that. We're not. That's not true. Everyone's usually whenever we have a mid podcast breakdown, you'll be very assertive. But I got yeah. a taste of that now. Yeah, we're yeah. not. We're not. You're drawing a line in the sand because we've already talked about Mike Myers is always the low, like the weak part of all of his movies. Yeah, everyone else carries it. He was the centerpiece of this movie, and we really see who he is. He's a piece of shit. He sucks. I don't <laughs> ever want to deal with him again? And that's it. We're done. We finished Mike Myers. With that, with that being said, I think we're now finally going to pivot over to our next series. We're going to break out of Myers land and enter another fucking wisecracking son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you thought Mike Myers had a lot of racism, homophobia, Whoa. and a hatred of women, get ready for a little friend of mine named John McClane. Boom. Who seems to despise almost everybody. Yeah. It's great. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. Maybe we're not ready for it. We could do another pivot. We'll find out. Let's just keep saying we're going to do the Die Hard thing, and then whatever happens, happens. Yeah, I like that. So until next time, we're maybe doing the Die Hard movies. Yeah. But it, it, it could be anything. Could be anything. Could be anything. <gasps> Probably Wayne's World. <laughs> <laughs> That was a podcast from Josh and Charles Productions that was produced by Josh Landis and edited by Charles Hobby. Thanks again to Waste Management for keep they keep letting us they keep letting us do it. That's their song. Uh, if you thought that this episode was better than, than the movie The Love Guru, please rate and review us on iTunes and follow and like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Those are all at WWIE Podcast. We have email to wwiepodcast at gmail.com, so send anything you like. Well, 
Like, I mean, I don't, maybe not any, that was dangerous. But yeah, you can send us ideas or just say hi. Thanks so much for listening and we'll have a new series for you next week.